Welcome to the teaching ministry of Pastor Taiwo Dukoya, the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shape on your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Colossians chapter 3 verse 15. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you were called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts, hallelujah, to the Lord. And whatever you do in words or deed, do all in the name of the Lord, that is Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Praise the Lord. Today I want to talk about making a habit of thankfulness. Praise the Lord. I say, praise the Lord. All right. There's a version that says, teaching and mission one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with thanksgiving in your hearts to the Lord. So I looked at that. I said, look, the first one says, let the peace of God rule in your hearts. Let the peace of God, go back to 15. Let the peace of God rule in your heart. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace. You see, your calling is to peace. Your calling is to peace. So peace is a calling. Now you'll appreciate why Jesus, when he will send out disciples in twos, whichever house you come into, the first thing you say, And the truth is this, you can't really give what you don't have. But having it now is subject to receiving it because you have been given. You've been carved out in peace. You have been called to peace. Hello? Jesus said, my peace I give to you. And there he was talking in covenant terms. He says, not as the world gives. I give you peace. So what this scripture is saying, he says, let the peace of God be the umpire of your life. You know what an umpire does? They tell, oh no, you're wrong. Foul. Yeah. It's a goal. It's a penalty. An umpire dictates, I mean, the standard, or he maintains the standard and dictates, the, I mean, the smooth running of the game. The game of your life, let it be umpired by peace. And I look at that word, let. Every time the Bible says let is a command. Is something that you are capable of doing. He will never ask you to do what you are not fit to do. God will never make a demand where he has not deposited. 
if you make him a wicked God, let there be light. Why? The Holy Spirit was present. Though it was chaos as it were, and all the world or the earth could see was chaos. But when God would speak, say, let there and darkness and darkness, let there be light. Who cares what darkness was raining? Let that there must be light. Jesus speaking, he says, Hey, you are the light of the world. You are like a city or a city upon the hill. You cannot be hidden. You know what that says? Whether you come to terms with who have made you or not, it doesn't change it. But where you're coming to terms with it will help is that it will help you actualize and live and benefit from who you are. You cannot be hidden except as you accept to be hidden. He now ended it by saying, let your light so shine because you have the capacity to shine. He made you light. He's put you on a lampstand so nothing can stop you. So you let it shine. It's your responsibility. So when he says, let the peace of God is because that is his expectation. You have the capacity Somebody just turn to your neighbor and say, Peace. Oh, no, 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 you didn't get it. Oh, Bashatalabo. You don't know what you're doing right now, but you hear the testimonies. In the name of Jesus. Look at them again. I say, I say, Peace. In the name of Jesus. The first way or the first step of the devil, the first step the devil takes to overcome you is to unruffle you. Is to make sure that you lose your peace. Whether it's a spiritual, emotional, or physical, once peace fly out the window, the whole position becomes chaotic. Progress is mortgaged immediately. Prosperity is lost. Hope is gone. I decree in the name of Jesus into your life. I say your life, your lives, your family. I decree peace in the name of Jesus. Ah. He says every house you come into, say peace. Be. So come on. How do you take charge of a place? Peace. Peace disarms violence. Disarms bitterness. Disarms fear. Peace. Let the peace of God rule in your heart because it's a calling. Now it says, and be thankful. Once there is peace, there be thanksgiving. Once there is peace, there be thank- thanksgiving. Remove peace, you will never see value in anything. Verse 16 now says, This is message. But the New King James says, Let the word 
So he begins to tell you the source of peace. The word. The word. The word. The word. The word as against the world. The word is the source of peace. Let it dwell richly. Where? In all wisdom. Let it dwell in you richly, in all wisdom, admonition. Look at it. The moment the word dwells richly, you will admonish people one another. You know what you begin to see? You begin to see the value in people. You begin to see the value in what they do. You begin to see the ground for thanksgiving. Because when the word takes place and is rich there, peace reigns. Peace reigns. So you will admonish one another how? In psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Ladies and gentlemen, that is not natural. Natural is judgmental and critical. You know why you don't get the best of your wife and the best of your husband? Because all you see is what they do wrong. And that's not to say that they don't do things wrong. Well, what I'm saying is this. When you are filled with the word, you will relate in hymns, psalms, spiritual songs. You can imagine you'll be the best friend that everybody wants to have. Hello? Is somebody hearing me? Let me ask you this question. Would you like to be around the person that criticizes you all the time? But the one that looks at you and gives a smile and says, Oh my, you're such a beautiful woman. You're such a good woman. You're such a this. What happens? Even when they don't see you, you're coming to where the space they are. They don't see you. You make sure you walk past them so they can see you. And, you, and, when, they, and when you see them, you go with a smile. Because you are a good person as far as that person is concerned. You are a nice person. You are a smile. You are a command. You will, you, will, you will speak to one another in hymns, psalms, spiritual songs. If you don't have the word, how can you do that? And the funny thing is this, sometimes your destiny helper is sent to you in packages that you don't think of, you don't think nothing of. If you're a critical person, you will criticize away the help that God is sending to you. How many in your employment, you are an employer of labor, and you, empl- you like to employ people who will criticize you from morning till night? Of course, very soon you will let them go because they are not team players. That's not to say that you're a perfect person. I hope you know that. But when the word is dwelling in you richly, man, we were sitting with a couple yesterday and it was the first time I would be that close to them. Sat down for about, um, yes, 
And we were talking, and I was like, wow, I never knew this is the stuff these guys are made of. Because when you see them, particularly the lady outside, you think, ah, Gelema Wobe. She looks, baby, leave you me inside. It's something unusual. So we were leaving and people were greeting. I said, oh, that's, see, that one is my gate man of 23 years. Oh, that's my cook of 30 years. Oh, that's my staff of 20. So I said, ah. And most of these people were gray. They are not that old. I'm like, but am I saying the truth? Can you say the same? If you can't, come on, let the peace. It's time to begin to walk into your blessings. Because you are blessed. The day you gave your life to God, the, the love and the peace of God automatically. Can you see? When the word comes fully, you're admonishing your relationship to all the people is affected. Then look at the second thing. Singing how? With grace or singing praises or singing with thankfulness or with gratitude. Where? You'll be a better person. Peace. So you can see the heart, the heart, the heart. I was asking God, where do I share from? Then started dealing with me on this. So how do you make this a lifestyle? There are calls in the Bible. First, let me start with Psalm 92. Give me Psalm 92. I'll read quickly. Put it there, 92, quickly. It's a bit lengthy. I just, it's just beautiful. It says, Psalms for the Sabbath day. That's the day of rest, you know. The, when you are demonstrating the peace of God. He said, it is good to give thanks to the Lord. It is good to do what? And to do what? Sing praises to your name. Almost. This is meditation. This is someone talking to God. It is good to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praises to your name. Almost high. He wasn't preaching. So there'll be nobody to assess his preaching style or his grammar. He was speaking with God. Verse 2. To declare your loving kindness in the morning and your faithfulness every night that I'm standing and talking. You have not given me to the wishes of the sons of perdition of the wicked. You know how many wishes wanted you dead? Ten, I mean, ten hours ago, two hours ago. There's he, here you are standing. To declare your faithfulness every 
every night. Declare of loving kindness every morning. Talk of making it a lifestyle. Talk of making thanksgiving a habit. Oh, you are so tired, you're just about to sleep. Say, God, I thank you. Some would like to sleep, they can't sleep. I'm sleepy, I need to sleep. In fact, if dozing is a, it's, it's a sign of the love of God, that you can rest your body. Some cannot sleep. Verse 3, quick, quick, quick. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp with harmonious sound. He said, I will do this in the morning, I'll be, and I will make music. <sighs> to who? Who is your concert audience? God. <sighs> For you, Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will triumph in the works of your hands. Who? Can you see that someone is changing to become more like the one he's praising? Next verse. Oh Lord, how great are your works. Your thoughts are very deep. See, one line of praise will activate many more. Verse 6. A senseless man does not know. Thank God I'm talking to sensible people. I'm talking to wise children of God. Nor does a fool understand this. I'm talking to wise people. Ephesians 5 says, hey, do not say, do not say, say, be wise and do not be foolish. Say, be filled with the spirit all the time. Colossians says, let the word dwell in you richly. Verse 7, 7, 7, 7. When the wicked spring up like grass, and when all the workers of iniquity flourish, flourish, it is that they may be destroyed forever. Verse 8. But you, Lord, are on high. Wow. In other words, as long as you are there and you'll be there forever, praises and thanksgiving will never cease. For behold, your enemies, O Lord, for behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. But my horn, come on, church, you have what? You only need to start thanking God. The Holy Ghost will remind you. Of many, many more reasons to thank him for. If all you say is that, ah, I thank you for this beautiful neighborhood. I just thank you. Then he will remind you of your health. He will remind you of the victory in your endeavors. He will remind, and you can go the whole day long. Like a wild ox. Okay. And my eyes have seen my desires on my enemies, and my ears have hear my desire on the wicked who rise up against me. The righteous shall what? Can you see? You only need to be in the place of thanksgiving. You'll be reminded of more blessings. The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree, it shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Now, if all we have done here today is what I've said so far, I am confident that people will return with testimonies in the name of Jesus. Those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall what? Flourish. You'll be reminded of his promises in the place of thanksgiving. They shall still be afraid to their old age, so there's no retiring. (laughs) Yes, you may be you may you may be retiring from bearing children, but you'll be bearing some things in the kingdom that'll be eternal. And until the day you say bye-bye to this realm, you will ever be fruitful. 
That's the way it is in the kingdom. 15. To declare that the Lord is upright, he's my rock, and there's no unrighteousness. I can go on and on until the end of that chapter. What this is, is establishing that make thankfulness, thankfulness a habit. And I want to ask you a question. How do you make something a habit? Or how do you know that something is becoming a habit? When you begin to see it repeating and reoccurring and reoccurring and reoccurring. But let me quickly warn you. Um, Naturally speaking, it's not thankfulness that we make habit. It's not gratitude we make habit. It's the problems we make habit. Yes, it is. That's the natural man. How do you know that something is becoming a habit if every time I get to that crossroad, you hear from my vocabulary? If that becomes the topic of my discussion all the time, Thank God for my wife. This is my useless wife. This is my useless husband. Mm-hmm. Oh, how can, I get, how can I achieve what they're achieving? With the kind of man I have at home? See, you don't need to talk for too long. We know what your problems are. And we know what your weakness, as far as that is concerned, is. That's not to say that your husband is good. It's not to say he's good. No, no, no. He's probably, the, he's probably a monster. But you are not wise either. So if you pick that one and say, now, no matter what Amaka does, she's just a fine woman. Because I see most of the other things she does. Like, mm-mm. So I dwell more on that. I will not remember this one that I'm struggling with. And usually, hear me, church, no matter your anxiety or fears today, the blessings of God are more. But the natural man will always dwell on the negative. And that's why making thankfulness a habit becomes a must. It's actually a requirement of the kingdom. The children of Israel, in spite of all that God did to bring them out, at the Red Sea, oh my goodness, they didn't remember any. It was the Pharaoh that was coming that became God. Because what becomes number one in your heart has taken the place of God. What becomes the center of your meditation has taken the place of God. So how do you make thanksgiving? Always look for something to thank God for in the adverse situation. You will always find one thing of that person. You will always find one thing of that neighborhood. You will always find one thing of that nation. Find one thing of that employment. You always have one thing of your marriage. There will be one thing to say, man, God, I th-. start with that. And watch. Because if you are going to look for excuses and look for what is not right, uh, the devil will use it to sack us easily. That's why the, that songwriter meditating on the goodness of God, he says, count your blessings and name them one by one. It will surprise. I was praying, I remember this song by Jim Reeves. He said, we thank the Lord for the flowers that bloom, birds that sing, some land and the moon in the sky. We thank thee. La la la, la la la, la la. Oh Lord. We thank 
Hello. But I'm reminded of a story of this man, the Duke of Wellington. He was a greatly accomplished person. Politically. And as a military man. He lived in the 19th century. He defeated Napoleon at Waterloo here. The Battle of Waterloo. So it's a Waterloo. That means that Napoleon never saw defeat. But when he got to Waterloo, he, f- he met with one. Can I assure you, I don't know where the devil is bragging and what he's bragging with against you. There's a Waterloo for him. Yeah. Will you start to thank God for what he has done for you? For where he has brought you to? And from where he has brought you from? And begin to see him open the Red Sea for you. Begin to see him keeping the sun standing for you until you are done, blessed. You need to begin to understand how it works in the kingdom. The flesh is always against the spirit. The flesh wants to be anxious. The flesh wants to be critical. The flesh wants to condemn. The flesh wants to be envious. The flesh wants to be unforgiving. It's the flesh. The flesh is selfish. But the spirit of God is such that you see the good, you see the good in others. Don't tell me that he attacked me yesterday. There's still something good about him. What if he didn't attack you and he had left you there? Maybe a greater attack would have come to meet you there. Yes, he was a brilliant and demanding man. But when he was older, he realized that there were areas of his life or in his life he needed to change. In his old age, a woman asked him the question. Or this question, what would you do differently if you had your life to live all over again? He paused, he thought carefully and said, I will give more praise. The only thing he regretted in his life, said, I will find time to be more thankful. Don't you realize that we are never satisfied? Because we have taught ourselves to be ambitious, go-getter. But please, punctuate your speed and your drive with thanksgiving. Otherwise, you will never appreciate what God has done. Which will make your forward direction faster and more purposeful. I want to make sure everything is right with my family. So I walk from morning to night. I walk from morning to night. Sometimes I don't come home for three days. I'm liberated. After all, I'm liberated. I labor so much for you. I labor so much for you. But she wants you at home. Of what good is a liberate? You labor so much for the children that they grow up not knowing you. And your twilight years, you are saying these children are heartless. They are not heartless. It was the seed you sowed. That will not be your portion in Jesus' name. One study from the University of Pennsylvania found that people who wrote, that is keeping a journal, who wrote and delivered a heartfelt thank you letter actually felt happier for a full month with every action. After, a full month after. And the same researchers discovered that writing down three positive events each day for a week kept happiness at a level that you don't expect for up to six months. 
Do you know what we actually do? We keep records of wrongs. We separate our discussions with negatives, negatives about things, about places, about people. And we're all guilty of it. It's because we don't know, but today you are beginning to understand. That in everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Be anxious for nothing. Nothing. But by prayer, supplication. We what? You must find and connect with thanksgiving in that situation. You don't know my family. They are all witches. God doesn't make mistakes. So the thanksgiving is that you want to convert witches to Christianity. That's it. What a privilege. That's going by your own definition of your family. But why would God put you there? Because God knows that you are the light that we shall. Why don't you thank God that we are so privileged? And see the power of God move in your situation. Do you have a reason to thank God today? Can you see the practical aspect of it? Just before you go to bed, say, three reasons why I should thank God before I sleep. You'll be shocked. I can give you one. That you can be on your bed to sleep again. <laughs> Some went out that morning, they never go back. Come on. And we take it for granted. No, Pastor, oh, this is an accident. I'm not talking accident. That you drank water, it passed through your system and blessed you. Ah, some drank water and they choked to death. Not your portion. In Jesus' name. That you ate and you enjoyed the meal. A lot of us don't enjoy meals anymore. Eating is a chore. Daddy, kill him, Ajay. Ah. Okay. What, what will you eat, sir? What do you mean? I mean for lunch. Uh, what do you have? We have, we have, we have, we have, we have. Uh, and when they bring the food, you want to quickly. <coughs> because it's a, you're, you're eating because it's a duty. Can you imagine? When will you enjoy good taste? Slow down. Appreciate God. Smell the flower. Enjoy your water. Hello? As handsome, as good looking, as purposeful as the man is, you don't see it anymore. Because you must you go, get, go, go. Why don't you just wait and just see him walk, walk, the, walk the floor of the room and say, Ah, I am grateful. That's my husband. But you don't see it anymore. Everybody says your wife is the prettiest they've ever seen, but you don't see anymore. You are too busy. You must, you must achieve more. It's Thanksgiving. You will live longer. The secret is Thanksgiving. You will stay healthier. The secret is thanksgiving. You'll be more positive to life. The secret is thanksgiving. You will envy care. It will never cross your line. The secret is thanksgiving. Achieving in life 
focus. This secret is thanksgiving. People will not do for anyone seeing them coming out and doing for you. The secret is thanks shall we rise. If you are thankful today, begin to tell him. I like your dress today. You look extra. I'm telling you, you do. You look smart. You smell good. Glory be to God in the highest. And I know you are packaged. You are packaged for Thanksgiving. Father, we give you praise. And make sure that you are not just jumping. You are thankful. You are appreciative. People will love you more. People will favor you more. It's just the way it is. Whew. Somebody saying, I don't know if I will ever achieve in life. You are about to begin. I'm not joking. Father, we worship you. Father, we adore you. We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Dukoya, please contact us at the Fountain of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries, Off Town Planning Way, Ilukoju, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you. God bless you.